Hello listener and welcome to a brand new episode of the Keeping Up Appearances podcast, full of opinion, debate and football trivia with a hint of nostalgia. I'm Callum Murray and here with me is... Sean O'Hara, Bob Gall and Michael Tosh. They say not to judge a book by its cover, but we might judge a player by their appearance. Let's get into it. I've I've got an I mean I know I don't really talk much anyway these days but I've got a wisdom tooth issue so I feel I feel like it's hurting me to speak so obviously doing a podcast is a good idea but um I might be quiet for most of it so if anyone wants to take me links off me Griffin if you want to take me links off me should be a good episode this week then I'm already thinking <laughs> if you want links mate I've got them how long do you think Callum's been getting dressed for this just because Griffin's on. He's, he's off cam. He's off camera because he's actually wanking. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of this week's podcast. <laughs> it isn't. Could be. Let's not rule it out. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a gym shark top, Cal? What are you yeah. doing? Jesus Christ! On the wrong podcast, you need to be on diary with the CEO. The helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bob. Looks like some rather wanted. <laughs> 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 what do you look like something else on? Loot litter. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Alright. Who? Anybody? I'm not, so I didn't respond. I just assumed you someone to Griffin, sorry. Are we ready this to go? Or? Uh, yeah, we've been waiting for you for ages. Well, welcome to this week's episode of Keeping Up Appearances. We have some great content lined up again. A very fun Maroon 5. And we have pulled in a Liverpool fan, um, who I'm sure will tell us lots about uh, Klopp's passing. It was very sad news that he, uh, yeah, he, he died recently. Obviously, the media have been really heavy on it, so I'm sure. Of eight. <laughs> 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 So, it's the AIDS again. Yeah. <laughs> He's got full-blown AIDS. <laughs> Want me to start again, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Cal? You keep going. You were great. I'll, uh, I'll cut them out. So, yes, we welcome Matthew Griffin back for his second appearance. Yeah, it's good yeah, to be back. It's, it's, yeah. How long was it since the last one? I didn't think we were going to invite him back, but... He was our yeah. first ever guest, to be fair. He is, and they've gone up and up and up since then, to be fair. You've had a few <laughs> comedians on, so, you know... Down and up. Yeah. You, were the, you were the original comedian guest, so you can take that. You said it. Thanks for being with us. Um, but before we get on to all the fun stuff, we'll go on to the... Um, the greatest... Less fun stuff. <laughs> Are you going to say the greatest Chris-based quiz? No, you can't, you can't say before we get onto the fun stuff is any given Saturday. If <laughs> <laughs> you want to get onto the real stuff, is any given Saturday. Oh, yeah. Cheers for that. Come on, take it away. Um, right. So, obviously, I can tell you're all buzzing for this. So, let's make it quick. Eh? I am. I'm, I've been revising some London Wigan. This is from the 2007 8 season. And it's Saturday, the 8th of December. I've got two games. We'll start off with the first one, as Griffin's on. 
We've got another Liverpool game, but this time they get beat. So, uh, so it's Reading three, Liverpool one. <laughs> Go. Did Callum want to sign one of the people who scored last week for Everton? No. Let me down. Uh, one, one of the players have blonde highlights. Yes. Is it Kevin Doyle? Yep. Is the other yeah. one Ginge? Well, there's two others, but no, neither of them are. Did one of them have a brother who also played for Redden? Yes. Was it? Did he destroy Peter Cech's head? Yes. Stephen Hunt. Correct. Baller. Two Redden players down. You've got one to go. But fortunately for me, you've got the hardest one left. Is he a left uh, back? Oh, that, that was going to be my guess. No. Ah. Is he a midfielder? Yep. Is he another carrot top? He's not, no. Oh, no, we've already asked that one. It wasn't Kitson, was it? I was thinking Sidwell. Is the Liverpool Elsie's player... Greatest ever number nine. Is the Liverpool player a striker? No. Was he... Does he? Was the Liverpool player Argentinian? No. Was he a left-back for Liverpool player? No. You were just copying he... my question for the right, the red one, weren't you? Did he back yeah. DJs? He did. Is it Steven Gerrard? Yep. Allegedly. Well, last week we had his debut goal. What number goal was that? Showing you them? Because <laughs> I think I do. I think I do. <laughs> uh, Red the midfielder. Was he English? Yep. Would we know him? I mean, I hope so. Otherwise, it would be a long night. But I know him. Because okay. at the time, Redding were one of my Pro Evo teams. And was, I what was to, his name on Pro Evo then? He used to <laughs> he used to slough for me on Pro Evo. What was Redden? What was Redden's name on Pro Evo? They were something like were they something like to do with like half the yeah. yeah. Did he play for any other team in the Prem? Yes. Before or after Redden? In fact, I don't know if they were in the Prem. Oh, did he, I can he probably wear. So he's played. He, he started off at a at a top sixteen, but didn't make an appearance. Still, Steve, could be Steve Sidwell. <laughs> Is it Steve Sidwell? <laughs> and then he played for three other teams that have been in the Premier League in the last fifteen years. Is he? I, don't, I, I just don't know where. I don't know if, when he was in the Premier. If you know what I mean? Can you give us one of the teams? Um, Hull. Give us another one of the teams. Come on. Chef United. Oh, it's your game, Mr. Oh. Is it Michael Brown? No. Ah. Did Winnie. he score? Did he score away? Would he score? Oh, no, you weren't there. I was going to say, when wasn't that Michael Tong, was it? No. Did Michael Tong play for Redden? I don't know. Play for Sheffield United. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the game. What's the other team, sure. So he started, I'll tell you now, he started at Arsenal and then went on, went on loan to Cardiff. Ah, oh, got you here. Hmm. Quite a piece of show. He's still playing, but in like non league. We have his, his initials. Oh, that game was 17 years ago and he's still playing. Yeah. 
He's he's forty three now, still playing. Come on, you need to give us a bit, give us a clue, Sean. Give us a punt. Give us a rockbusters for his name. Um, you want me to do a jingle? Yeah, go on. Rockbusters. You know that fella whose mum died from from the from the last quiz. The fella yeah. whose mum died. He now plays a stringed instrument. Jimmy Double Bass. Yeah, yeah, well done. <laughs> He's right, Tosh, yeah. Viola. Violin, cello. James Guitar, James Cello. Uh, something Harper, Steve Harper, something Harper. James oh, Harper, uh, Blackbird. Correct, well done. I do remember him. I quite a good player. I mean, I mean, I'm not really giving you much. I gave, I gave you a big clue, so I can't give you that much credit. But yeah, got it though. Yeah, still got it. Still stepped up yeah, on man. his first appearance. Right. Next game then is obviously same day, and it's Newcastle two, Birmingham one. Oh. Three goal scorers. Yeah. What year? Two thousand seven. Yep. Was the Birmingham player centre midfielder? No. Has a Birmingham player been an answer before in this? I don't think so, no. So he wasn't a striker who played for Liverpool, Wigan, Villa, etc.? No. Was the Wigan player Egyptian? What? Wigan don't Wigan didn't play in this game. What week are you on? Sorry. <laughs> We've asked that in two separate weeks as well, but it is. <laughs> third week. Sorry. Well, did one of the Newcastle scorers, did his brother play for the team? No. No. Sorry, who would, who would that have been? I think Ami Obi, possibly. Oh, no. 2007. Was the, any, of the, any of the scorers English? Or all of them? None of them. Oh, was the Birmingham player a very tall striker? No. Was he a very fast striker? Not that I know of. Was he the was Newcastle? He was he playing for fast. Newcastle? Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, one of them is English. Apologies, one of them is. Um, Which one? The Birmingham. Is the Newcastle one of the one of them a legend at the club? They should be, but they're not. Is it Damien Duff? No, but you're on the right lines. Is it Nobby Solana? No. He won't have been there still, would he? To be a bit of Yeah. One he scored, that scored goal he scored against us, I reckon, was the year, probably the year before, that outside of the foot one. So he should be a legend. Am I on the right line because of position or nationality? No, mainly due, because of me. Has he got Did... nowhere? No, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big fan. And I've, I'll give you a big clue for one of them, the player who should be a legend, not through ability. I'm a big fan and I've actually used them as an answer and keep up appearances. Laurent Robert? No, he was he was in my Derby chat. Yeah. Good to see you all listen back anyway. 
That was a long time ago, though. I remember. You'll have to listen to it about 14 times. Oh, at least someone is. <laughs> that 15, there was download. 15 listens this week, yeah. That week. <laughs> um, I'm really struggling here. Yeah. Newca- is one of the Newcastle scorers a striker? Yeah. And he's not English? No. He's Nigerian? Yes. Other family lands. Correct. I was on. Did I not say that? The Birmingham one. I know, but then I said that did I not, was I interrupted. Just about to say did he play for both. Sorry, maybe I didn't say that. But I, I was thinking him before. Oh well, I didn't know that. I will still have that one. <laughs> I think I probably froze there. Is the Newcastle the other Newcastle striker in midfielder? What? Is the other Newcastle? <laughs> is the other Newcastle goal scorer in midfielder? <laughs> is he other Newcastle scorer? <laughs> no. Did, did, did the Newcastle score it? Did he have curly hair? No. Was did he a product of the youth academy? No. Oh, he wasn't English, was he? But he was a striker. Oh no, was he not a striker? He wasn't a striker. No. Opposition was he? He's a fullback. Is it Stephen Carr? No. Was it Stephen Carr for Birmingham? <laughs> no. Also not English. Oh uh, yeah, good one. Was it was he was it the fullback Spanish? That's too early. So I think he was French. It's too early anyway. Wasn't Boom Song, was it? It's no, sorry, it's not Boom Song though. I was checking he is French. Now I don't know. You probably don't watch other like football podcasts. Maybe Callum does, but this fella was actually um, like hotly debated on another football podcast called Pitchside a couple of weeks ago. They Debate did like a, like good. No, they were doing an um, they were doing like a who am I kind of thing. Uh, they were giving no, it was career path actually. Sorry. All right. Okay. And and um, what was his career path then? And sorry, but the controversial thing was well? these these <laughs> these lads like make out the like experts and none of them had heard of this player. Like Cal. But but like I knew him and I, I don't feel like I know that much, so I feel like you will definitely know him. So he was just, uh... Go on, I'll give you his career path. So I won't tell you exactly where, but he bounced around a couple of teams in France. Then he went to Newcastle. Then he went to Villa. And then he finished at Doncaster. Have I got time to listen to the podcast to find out if the, the podcast and then find out? Or... Yeah. <laughs> Go on. And he's def- a defender. He's a fullback, yeah. Fullback. Left back or right back? Right back. Do you want his initials? Yeah. Because yeah. even on pitch side with the initials, they still didn't know him. And I was, I was very disappointed. It's HB. Happy Bay. He's Cameroonian. Correct. Correct. Is he French? Yeah. Why were you so certain he was Cameroonian? <laughs> <laughs> because football manager. Yeah. Oh, sorry. He played for Senegal. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't be taking that one as a win. He's French. Would, would Callum have picked him for his African Cup of Nations player? <laughs> Depends how good his outside of the boot control is. 
It's not as good as Mars, I'll tell you that much. Is that so we, are, we, are we still not done? No, no he's got a Birmingham. Birmingham got a, Jesus a, a, Christ. Is it James English McFadden? Bi- no. Just give us a big clue for this one, Sean. The podcast nearly over. All right. Famously, or probably most famous club he was at, Premier League, was Stoke. Cameron Jerome. Correct. Nice. Nice. That was pathetic. From all that was years. bad. That was bad. You that. beat us. Well, you beat us. Oh, yeah. You the other weeks. You beat us this week. Yeah, fair play. That's, that's what the game's all about. Like, Cal, you lose you know what? what I like about Callum, he's a gracious loser. And a massive one. Certainly a loser, that's for sure. So, thanks, Sean. You beat us there with any given Saturday. Is that the first time you beat us? Possibly. Well, the first time I beat you in such convincing fashion, anyway. Yeah, well, you'll take that, I'm sure. But before we go on to a fun Maroon 5, we will let Griffin tell us about how much he loves um, Klopp. So, Matthew, do you want to please tell us your thoughts on Klopp leaving and where you think the club will be after it and, yeah, how sad you are? Uh, Yeah. Uh, I'd like to hear from Bob first, actually. (laughs) No, I'll, I'll let Griffin go first. Yeah, it goes without saying. Obviously, how, how sad I think every Liverpool fan will be. Like, it's almost hard to describe, especially in like our generation or our lifetime. He's obviously been the most successful Liverpool manager by a distance. Um, I think obviously he's now leaving the club in the best place he possibly could, which I think is a good thing. Um, I think that might be part of the reason why he's fought. This is the season to do it because if you would have left at the like for example at the end of last season when we weren't you know anywhere near as good then there might have been uh, to be fair now I, I was going to say it might have been tarnished slightly like, bit wouldn't he can actually do no wrong in in my eyes in most Liverpool fans' eyes he's been everything for Liverpool and he, he will probably be for as long as well he'll always be my kind of favourite manager I'm pretty confident of that I think who we get next is. Interesting. Obviously, Alonso is the bookies' favourite, and everyone's talking about that. And that would be nice. I think he'd do a good job. But obviously, he is still quite inexperienced. He's obviously worked with some of the best managers of all time, and that kind of you know what everyone's saying that he'll have different styles of playing with everyone else. But I just think going off his performance at Leverkusen is risky, almost because that's the Bundesliga. Um. So yeah, it's it's sad. When we found out on Friday, I was I was devastated, like absolutely. De- it was like you'd been told someone's like dying or something. It was crazy. Um, and now obviously all the other fans, you know yourselves. I obviously live and work in Manchester, so the abuse, the stick, the joy that other fans have got kind of speaks volumes. I think about how good he's been. I think something's happened. That's made him leave because obviously he only signed the contract it was around about this time last year wasn't it I think and obviously yeah. he's got a couple of years left on it there's loads of rumours isn't there like a bit of stuff about his health and then like got loads of stuff about like that Amazon documentary for example I think Liverpool fans trust him and trust what he says so you go with it you know what I mean like it must take so much physically mentally he said about the press conferences you know you, you always have to be like the best version of yourself all the time He's not, though, is he? He's really petulant in press press conferences if questions aren't worded exactly how he wants them. 
that's that's his. I that's that's a major fault of his, and there aren't aren't many from the neutrals' perspective. But I don't, I don't want I don't want the opinions of a neutral, Bob. I want yours. No, I'll, I'll let Griffin properly finish first. No, no, I, I was yeah, I was basically finished. I, I think um, I think you have to trust what he says. As I say, to, to deliver what he's delivered and to be the level he's been at, and you see him on the sidelines, how much he's into it. He must be like that all the time in training. It's difficult at any level to do that, but I think you know he's not getting any younger. He's been a manager for I think twenty four years now or something like that because he started when he was like thirty two, didn't he? Mm. Um. So yeah, it's sad, but I almost felt sorry for him when you you see that um that video he released. It was. Do you not think it's strange that like that peplin? There's no one else is like sticking around. Yeah, that you know what that was actually something that sh- that really did shock me because I thought the plan was always for him to kind of step in like the boot room thing they used to do, um, and that indicates I think that there will be another club. Yeah, I think that Germany. Like, I think it'll be Germany, like the Germany job. Yeah, but I don't think Linders and the other guy, Vitio Matos, and the other assistant manager, I can't remember his name. I don't think they'd all go for that. I was just going to say Linders is literally at the level now. You think he's been assistant manager at that level for so long that he'd be. Maybe not the Liverpool job, but ideally the Liverpool job because he understands the club. I think that the idea is probably if you're going to change it, change everything, I suppose. But we've been through enough as Liverpool fans, you know, in our lifetime. I know obviously you are all Everton fans who've been through a lot worse. But when we had like the eras when we were always just shy, just short for so many years, and then we went like Hodgson and dipped for so long. And that was funny. Huh? That was funny. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was for years, but it just—I don't think that will happen again. I'm pretty confident it yeah. won't. But there's always that like, where with Klopp, it was just it perfect for so long. So we'll see how it goes after that. Nice. Come I've on, got some, I've got some points. Um, you you said you question you had a question mark over Alonso whether he's too inexperienced and judging his performance in the Bundesliga, but. Jürgen Klopp is famously German and his managerial record pre-Liverpool was in the Bundesliga. Yeah. Much better really record than... Yeah, better, shouldn't, but I, shouldn't I, really I, have a question mark over that, that league if you're worshipping an outgoing manager who... No, but what he did... Them, he took them to the Champions League final. It's stuff. the longevity, isn't it? Huh? The longevity as well, isn't it? Yeah. Like, Alonso, don't get me wrong, look that, you know, I've seen some of Leverkusen, just not full matches, but, like, you see bits, don't you? And they do look... They... You haven't. <laughs> I've seen them on Twitter. They do <laughs> oh, look good. Just like your in, input or intake of Liverpool games, then? <laughs> but the like, <laughs> I'm getting off. <laughs> um, but the likes of, like, so for example, like Deserbi, as an he's another alternative. Every week he's going up against the likes of Man City, Liverpool, not, I was going to say United, then, but not United, Arsenal, and having to, like, mastermind them victories in the Bundesliga. There's only about two good teams, and he's only done it for one season. He could, he could yeah. lose the next five, six games and then everyone's like, oh, it, it, I don't know. I just don't think he... I, I, I don't get me wrong, I, I'd love him and I think we'd all get behind him, but it's just... It'd be a massive risk him. for him as well, wouldn't it? Yeah. Because really, yeah. following Klopp, like, that's like, it's pretty much an impossible job, isn't it? Like, really, it is like, it's like I know he's, he's going in, in after Ferguson, isn't it? It's impo- yeah, like, and I suppose the argument would be Klopp, as Griffin says, is leaving it. You know, he's sort of started mm, the rebuild. There's a, there's a lot more young players about and things, whereas Ferguson sort of jumps ship. Yeah, and we I do think, look at the moment, 
really promising, really good. Like, obviously, you know, could all come crashing down, but we'll be right up there, I think, at the top of the league, if not win the league come the end of the season, I believe. So what a way that would be to go out. I think the other thing that the time, and like you just mentioned there, like a load of people in work were, you know, saying about, I can't believe the time. And a part of me is a bit like, oh, God, it will distract. And, you know, you lose a couple of games and the media's on you about, oh, it's to do with that, it's to do with that. But it could galvanise the players. I think I'm feeling now, you know, to come through a lot of criticism recently about the atmosphere, you know. Because it is terrible. See? But I think um, it'll be rocking every week now. Like, absolutely rocking. And I'll be watching it from my home on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Another point, uh, at the time and of it does seem a bit you mad and a little bit down before I started speaking or did you just pick them up I picked up the Alonso Bundesliga one then but I did wonder whether the timing of the announcement was, was a bit strange and a bit selfish almost because it is nah, he, he said I don't I don't want you chanting my name that kind of stuff but if he didn't <laughs> want that he would have waited a while wouldn't he but he also wouldn't have done nine years of attention seeking yeah Intentionally pulling his hamstring so he can go viral on Twitter for Griffin. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think it's possibly a, a motivational thing. To be honest, as, as Griffin said, I think it's a bit of a nah selfish to keep them like going. I think with City, sort of possibly saying the screw bit. I think it's a bit of a I'm going. We need to make sure we win this. I think it's just a bit of a, yeah. an added thing. But it, that might backfire. It might be too much. It could nah. do. I agree. Do you reckon? Does it in, in, in um? This is just me, and it might be. I might be totally off, but do you reckon there's anything in like announcing it now almost to like secure Alonso? Because if they leave that it will, till the that end, will of... all be, that will all be going on behind the scenes, regardless of mm. it being announced. I think like if they the club knew, I think was it November it got announced to the to the club, I think or I think yeah, pretty sure said, it was November. Yeah. Um, so they will have things going on in the in the background. The other thing about like Liverpool at the moment, or with under the Klopp era, is. Everything seems to always have a plan. Like recruitment's always been really good, for example. So you'd like to think I think I mean I think he'll probably be, have some involvement in his replacement or will have, you know, done recommendations or whatever it however it however it works. I'm not sure how it works, obviously, but I think he's that powerful at the club that they will almost ask and seek his opinion personally. Hopefully the next person is is very good at performance and had some drugs as well. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was yeah. waiting for you to bring that up. Yeah, hopefully that well, I haven't said that. Hopefully, dressed like you, Callum. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Callum, Callum, you're actually, Callum, you're actually dressed a bit like Klopp. Yeah, that's why I wore a cap. Um, where, yeah, where do we think? Where do we think Klopp would rank in terms of the Premier League managers? Third. Um, third. Who'd be first and second? Then Pep and Sir Alex. Oh, cut a fourth then. Sorry. <laughs> yours, the Bob. Who's um, yours, Bob? Ferguson. Joe Royal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, uh, Wenger. Wenger third. Hey, Carl, where would you have Harry Redner? <laughs> He'd be right up there, to be honest. Right number up there. of games. Yeah, number of games up there. What would you say, Griffin? I think without bias, you'd probably, I'd probably say, like, you've got to look at Wenger, like you just said. Ferguson, Mourinho, when he came in at Chelsea, was unbelievable. Obviously, Guardiola. Top five, I think definitely. I'm not going to go and say. I'd, I'd, say one. I'd say he was above Mourinho. I think I'd above Mourinho. I think you could make a case from being top. What he's done with Liverpool, unbelievable, unbelievable. Yeah. And yeah, and, and I obviously use all smile about like Callum sat there like a Cheshire cat, but he's just because you're here. 
<laughs> I think he's a cheat spot though. You're an idiot, though, Colin. He's not. He's he, what he's done is, and again, I I'd I'd start with my think in terms of what he did with Dortmund and what he's done with Liverpool. He's produced two of the the best sides you'll ever see there, and. Yeah. For the Liverpool one, when you compare him, I think Pep will go down in history as the best, one of the best coaches for changing football. But in terms of that job he's done at Liverpool, like we on when he took over Liverpool, they were not they were closer to us than they were to the likes of City and teams like that. Yeah, yeah. And again, just as I say, even with the rebuild and stuff like that, I just think he's and and the thing like him. I actually don't dislike him. I quite like all the bits about him, like you know, being a bit petulant. Sort of again, he's just you would love that as an Everton fan. Imagine if, if it was big dunk on the side and he squared up to the fourth official. So exactly, yeah, I'd love it. So I think over, over another point is that the city, like you know, we're all from Liverpool. He gets Liverpool. I think I know that those Sean's obviously just being. Uh, it's honestly, it's embarrassing. This like it's I've not, never known it. I like it. It's he's not, a, he's it, a Freeman of the city, isn't he? Which really does me dad dead in. He almost like well, I'm, I'll stop. But I, I, yeah, I, I love him not just as a manager. I just love him like as a man as well. He just gets <laughs> everything that Liverpool. Roberto Martinez got the city, didn't he, Bob? He yeah. Did. So, th- so does Ricky Tomlinson? Wouldn't have him as a <laughs> as Everton manager. I, I would. would. Yeah, yeah I actually, would. I would. <laughs> <laughs> That's Considering some of the clowns we've had recently, he'd, he'd be up there. Do you see what he did with Will County? County. Gonna say it might not be his last mention of the uh, podcast, uh, Ricky Tomlinson as well. He uh, might be Get it. might be making an appearance. Anyone else want to wrap up here? Go on, Griffin. Last couple of words on the man. I'll go. I'll go because I'm just getting yeah. mocked. I, I don't. I, I I don't disagree with anything Griffin's saying. Really, you just find him an insufferable prick. Cop, not Griffin. Um, <laughs> uh, you said the other day, Tosh, he's just a massive cry-arse, and it, the list of excuses he's had for rare Liverpool defeats is just obscene. Uh, he's, I, th- I think he's a really bad loser and also quite a smug, horrible winner, but as Griffin said before, we'd love him as our, our manager and what he's done for Liverpool Football Club, not the City, that's a lot of bollocks. Uh, Revolutionised it, so can't really argue with them, really. See, the thing for me, though, like... All them things we're saying about about like Klopp and Mourinho, I feel like Mourinho did all that stuff. He did it all first, and he did it. He had a bit of charm about him. I don't feel like Klopp. Klopp when he's happy, he's lovely, and he, he's he's good in terms of like the fan side and that. But when he's in a mood, Klopp, he's literally. I reckon he's the most unlikable fella ever. He's horrible. He's but for some reason, because he does that stupid. Punch thing to the cop every every game. That's why he's tired. <laughs> yeah, but that that so again from Liverpool's perspective, that punch to the fans is like it's just. Do you know? Oh do you know if that? Do you know if that was a United manager doing that? You'd all be calling them wolves. But it's, yeah, but like you're slagging them off now. Of course, it's a city. It yeah. obviously has to be your own teams to to understand it and to no, love I know, it. Of course, but, you do. But what does my head in is like scousers like are the worst people for like. You've got to do this. You've got to be this to be cool and whatever. I can't believe Liverpool fans don't call him out on this wall behaviour, and all Liverpool fans are sitting there creaming over him. Like it, I honestly, it's not... you what? I don't, I don't know. That's just like that's football is celebrating. Remember, like I don't know. What about when Lampard? Well, let's go. Lampard was doing a bit of that. We were all yeah, but yeah, but you're a joke. You're a joke. <laughs> I, I don't understand why I'm not allowed an opinion. <laughs> You are. I'm so you haven't got a purple bin. Neither's Griffin. 
Yeah, yeah go I, on then. As I wasn't allowed to finish, great, let's move on. Sorry. In conclusion, he's a successful prick. And he's really enhanced their performance. And on that note, I will let Tosh introduce our Maroon 5 for the week. Okay then, so we'll first have a little look at last week's poll. So we looked at worst January transfer window signings, and on the top Sorry, of the poll, those again, and it might have made a difference this week, Bob. That's all I'm saying. Not the biggest to turn out of votes. <laughs> but Alexis Sanchez was the winner of the worst signings. So another victory for me. He'll be here joining some of the great players, the Chartons, the Pogbas, the Zidans, the Derby County squads and Jason Kumas all on the island. This week, we're going to go for a slightly different look. You may or may not know it. This Sunday is the Grammys. So what we're going to look at is the best football songs. So we said you can't have any chance. It's got to be an official song released by the club or by a player. So let's dive in straight away. Anyone volunteer to go first? I think the guest should go first. I just spoke for ages about Klopp. Yeah, go on, give him rest. Okay, then I, I'll go first since no one's volunteering. And I think Sean's in a knock with me, so by the time I've finished, he might have forgot about that. Dick, the 1981 FA Cup final song. I think it's cut out again, did I, Callum? Yeah. Oh, that's a joke, this. I'll I'll go first then, because I'm, I'm obviously going to win. So... Uh, it would be absolutely no surprise that I'm going to go for Spirit of the Blues, which has been in my top five Spotify songs for the past two years. Um, it, it features in the intro and throughout possibly the greatest riff in rock and roll history. In 2020, it topped the iTunes charts, beating Miley Cyrus. It's got a really ironic line of we don't know the meaning of losing, which especially now is quite comical. And it's an absolute earworm. So uh, that is my suggestion for this week. My honourable mention is on the head, some from Mike Bassett, as we mentioned Ricky Tomlinson before. And when I suggested that yesterday, Sean did mention it was potentially Atomic Kittens. Uh, finest work, and there's another Evan link in there because of Liz McLaren. So, Spirit of the Blues slash on the Edson. Uh, fair play, Spirit of the Blues is great. Absolute banger. What sort? Of, why did it sort of come back in the past couple of years? Why did it have such a resurgence? I don't know, I've, I've always thought it was absolutely great and it was underutilized. And then it was that Finn Kitch yeah. off it Twitter. I think he. He got a bit of a campaign going. It must be that gif of the kid dancing that that's made it. Yeah, yeah. the kid in the sunglasses, yeah. That's and it was set to that, and it, it, it was mad where it was like top of the charts in the glory days when we had Hammers and Ancelotti and stuff like that. So it reminds me of a much brighter time as well. The best month of Evans history ever. It's got to be up there. How is it for you guys banging in the goals? Spurs of the Blues, top of the charts. How much could you want, Bob? Nothing. I think, well, there you go. That's what is the best. Ooh, isn't there a story about behind the people who wrote it? Isn't, Probably. Isn't somebody who wrote it like uh, 
Ah uh, no, aren't they like in like a, a like a like a famous band or something? Lennon McCartney, I think it was. I think yeah, it might yeah. have been it. Anyone remembered it? Uh, I know I'd, I'll bring it up quite a lot because I just like talking about it. But my TV pinnacle when I was on Soccer AM, and they got that <laughs> they got that woman on to sing it. Anyone oh, remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> did, she, did she intro awful, the nonce Olympics? Awful person. Yeah. Oh no. Uh, yeah, she was the flag bearer. For, for <laughs> he was also the best footballer on show that day. I think. <laughs> Bob, any more thoughts on Spirit of the Blues? I don't think so, no. I think it's pretty well covered. Fair enough. Song of the day. Song of the Oh, yeah. We've got, that's Probably. a good point. We've got five songs of the day today. Okay, then. Um, I'll try and go next, then. So, my song's slightly different to Bob's theme. I'm going to go for a different club song. So, I'm going to go back to the 1981 and a different time for football. When the FA Cup was the biggest competition when a team getting to the final would release a song, the song would be in the chart and everyone would be loving it. You've, famously, there's a video of Everton singing Here We Go, Here We Go, Here We Go on the Terry Wogan show, which is always something I'm a fan of. But I'm actually going to go for two of the greatest singer-songwriters of all time, Chaz and Dave, and combine them with the Tottenham squad and particularly Ozzy Ardiles in 1981 for their cup final. I think it ticks a lot of boxes in the sense that it's just a great song. So Ozzy's Dream, Spares Are Going to Wembley, as it's called. But it was also synonymous with one of the most famous FA Cup final goals by Ricky Villa. So I think it ticks a lot of boxes, but it's just a great song. I remember going to Tottenham and it being in the club shop when I was down there and just absolutely loving it. Obviously, it must get played about a million times in there, but... Yeah, just a fantastic song. A great bit of Ozzy Ardila singing in the cup for Tottingham and lots of other bits. But yeah, something that jumps out to mind. I had a couple of honourable mentions, like Bob says. I was nearly opting, which I think Griffin was thinking for as well. Kevin Keegan, Head Over Heels in Love. And I'm also a big fan of... Go on, Griffin, are you going to combine on that one? Or? No, I was just going to say Cheer and great cheer. album cover or single cover. Did you see Did you see him doing that on League of Their Own? Did you ever see that? Yeah. When he was on there, and like he dug it out, and he was singing it on there, and he were also. It's actually quite good, like as a genuine song. Yeah, banger, ten out of ten. And I think I'm also going to mention as well just another great Chaz and Dave sports song, Snooker Loopy, as well. So, if I can put us, if if we ever do a snooker podcast, which I'm more than in favour of, we can hear Snooker Loopy is going to be my suggestion for that. But I I will not be joining you for that one. Do I like Snooker Loopy? I'm like a I can be better than Spurs on the way to Wembley. But yeah, that's going to be my suggestion anyway. I don't know whether anyone's got much to offer on that one. No. Spirit of the Blues is better, is the only thing I can say, really. I actually don't think it is, Bob. No, shut up, Tosh. <laughs> Chaz and Dave were not on Spirit of the Blues. They, they, that was written by someone who apparently had a story behind it. They're in the, maze, the in, the ma- in the Maisie Beats, I think. Googled. Bob probably yeah. likes them. But yeah, I think that's a good shout. That, as you said, Sasha, it's when football was a bit different. Um, yeah. I can't see many teams doing it these days, but they should. And, and again, yeah, you see the, the disgrace of the FA Cup performance of Everton. You think Everton back in them days, 1981, proper Ever- uh, FA Cup side, and you see the disgrace on Saturday getting beat to Luton, who bring about 72 fans down for an FA Cup fourth round tie. But that's just a, yeah, the FA Cup's rubbish now, isn't it? But they got rid of the songs. 
Well, I've said there's got to be a link there. You said it. Makes you think. Does make you think. It does. Right. right then. Anyone want to jump in next? I go next. Um, I've gone. So I was actually going to do a Stan, Bo- Stan Boardman's World Cup song, but I got told I wasn't allowed to, which is a shame. Um, so I've gone Fog on the Tyne by uh, Paul Gascoigne and Lindisfarne. Um, it actually got to number two in the charts, which I think is some achievement. It was just after Italia 90 when Gazza was obviously kind of at the peak of his career and also personality, I suppose. Um, the original is actually, if you listen to it, quite a, well, it's decent. It's quite a nice kind of folk song. And then Gazza's is just a, I just think it's quite funny. Like when he says lyrics about like sausage rolls and stuff, it's just, and the video, he's always, he's smiling all the way through it. Apparently in like the cues and that, when they were recording it, he just couldn't get it right because he just kept laughing. Um, So yeah, I mean, everyone knows that song or everyone has heard of that song and Gaz is a legend. So I've gone with Fog on the Town. Good shout. I think it's another one where like, football was different th- even then, wasn't it? Like, I don't think like a player would do that now. He probably wouldn't be allowed. Um, but it summed up Gaz, didn't it? Personality. So funny. Did he do it on top of the pops? I think so, yeah. It, I actually saw the video of uh, 100 of the worst songs ever or something like that, and that's in it. But uh, they're wrong. I, 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 I was thinking before when Bob said about obviously Spirit of the Blues getting to number one. Is, would that have been the only one of our picks that would have got to number one in any of the charts? I think we need to get to proper number one. Yeah, I was just going to say we need to number one the iTunes, iTunes charts. Uh, also, yeah. this, got to, this actually got to number two in the official UK charts. Yeah, not number one, is it? Speaks volumes. It's some good going though. Speak Did when United United had one with status quo? I'm thinking did that the Dak maybe get to? Oh no, no, who's it with? I'm going to look at that. I think that it was might have got to number one. You Come on, you read. Did that get to number one? Oh, I don't know. It was successful, that one, though. Yeah. It's a great song, though. I should have picked that one, really, because no one <laughs> seems to have heard of it. <laughs> it did. It got to number one, though. Right. Yeah. Oh, well. So much of the pick there. I also think Stan Borden's one would have been a good shout as well. But, uh, yeah. Say, say so that for a later date. Yeah. When you next get invited on? Next week, probably. <laughs> Back by popular sure. demand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sean, are you next? Yeah, go on. Mine, mine's actually got quite a nice link following Griffins, to be fair. Yeah, so mine is the one and only song by Andrew slash Andy Cole, who released a song called Outstanding, ironically, in the summer of 1999, which was just after the treble win. And obviously, United on top of the world. And I think, for me... Viewing Andy Cole's like the latter stages of his career, anyway, he always seemed like a a very serious man. Like he never, he didn't seem very likable. He's a bit stubborn. If you think back to like when he fell out with Teddy Sheringham for like his whole life, just because he like didn't shake his hand once. I mean, oh, seems like something I'd do to be fair. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he just seemed a bit serious. And then for him to be bringing out a rap song almost felt a bit. It just seems a bit out of character. The song itself, I'll be honest, I actually think is quite good. It's like it samples a song called Outstanding by the Gap Band, which maybe 
Callum, mate. No, I'm not sure any any like disco esque. Yeah, I was they, say, um, what else did they sing? Oops, upside your head. <laughs> Banger. Yeah, but no, outstanding boss. The first time I ever heard that was on Jules Holland on one of the Hooting Annies, and uh, I've loved it ever since. That was years ago. But yes, we'd sample that, and it's great. So it's got the basis of a good song. However, the lyrics genuinely. I don't know if he wrote them or if like he had a ghostwriter or whatever, but the lyrics are genuinely something a primary school kid could do. Like it's honestly awful. It's like the most basic rhyme you've ever heard. So much so. So that... Cal, Cal, Cal would like it then. But yeah, I've got a game for, for all of you. But I want you to have a go. I'm gonna give you the, the, the feed in line. And I want you to come up with a come up with the rhyme you think Andy Cole's gone for. And I promise you, every time it's the most simple rhyme you've ever heard. Okay, so don't try and overcomplicate it. So, the first one is, tell the world my name. Who's that? Andy Cole. What's my priority is scoring goals. So you go going Cole and goal. Okay. Anyone? I was going to say else? goal. You don't think he's gone for anything different? No. Sausage roll. No, this is Andy Cole, not Gather. Um, he might have been a fan of the Foo Fighters or Nirvana, so I'm thinking of Dave Grohl. He might have linked him. Yeah. There is a there is a Gap Band link to a uh, Dave Grohl as well. It's all coming right. together, yeah. Yeah, the Smells Like Teen Spirit drum, like fills are all like influenced by the Gap Band. There's a famous video of Dave Grohl talking to Pharrell Williams about it. So uh, yeah, video. before we we just assume it is Dave Grohl and move on to the next one then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it is. So we tell the world my name. Who's that, Andy Cole? I blaze the scene, score the goal. Nice, nice and simple. <laughs> Next one is um, got my kicks from hitting the net. Where do you think he's gone here? Some net? jet. It's like jet. <laughs> to like gladiators. Yes, yeah, gladiators. Something like a private jet or something. I was thinking, yeah, I'm going to score you bet. <laughs> you going for or bet? Bet, yeah. Okay, it is bet. The, the, the best part about this little it's not in the rhyme. So it's got my kicks from hitting the net, not from drugs, you bet. Uh, <laughs> Same every box, yes, yeah, so we scored goal, doesn't take drugs. Yeah, that's exactly what someone who doesn't say drugs would say. That's uh, well, I this, next, this next one's my favourite, though. I'm keeping it real. I'm keeping it raw. So I'm so going to score more. Score. score more or something, or I'm going to score. Uh, I think outside the box of this Scored. one a little bit. Law. Dennis yeah, Law. I didn't beat the law. Or Dennis Law. Or what me? No. <laughs> or he I'm says caught, he's like he's like he's like he's like like hearsay, simple and pure. <laughs> <laughs> no, Tosh, that would be a bar. To be fair, that'd be quality. No, so it's. Keeping it real, I'm keeping it raw, and I kick racism out the front door. I said door. Yeah, that's not the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say that. Uh, wheel it up, Sean. Honestly, some of these bars are just like telling you, my my kids could have written this in school. But on top of the on top of the beat is actually quite a good song. Oh, and also, I was watching a video yesterday, an interview someone does with him in in that 1999 when just when the song's getting released, and um, again he's he's. Doing the interview in the most serious manner any anyone's ever done an interview, and and they go. So what 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 does the future hold for you? Do you think it if football doesn't work out, you might we might um might be a rap career, 
And what he should say is, obviously not. But he goes, well, never know, do you? You never know. I try and play the girl. <laughs> and you just think, never in a million years. The song got to number 68. And it was never None of you, because not of any one of One off ever the magic number. It. No, I don't think I've heard it. No. I remember seeing it years ago, like some like documentary or like you know, one of these programs, like you no know, waste songs or stuff like that. I do remember that being on there. Yeah, it's, I mean, again, I actually quite like it. Yeah, so if you haven't listened to it, go and give it a listen because never know, we might get up the charts here. No, sir, could do. Yeah. Be a bit of a resurgence for the lad. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be made though. Might actually smile. <laughs> right, go on then, Callum. Good, good shout out, very well researched. Um, I am going for an international one, um, which I think I got through the, the rules by being like an official song. I'm going with Ale Le Bleu by, I hope I pronounce this right, Veg Dream. I probably know how you pronounce it. Veg but, uh, Dream. Isn't that, isn't that Bob, <laughs> Bob's restaurant? V G E Dream. Yeah, I think that is one of the best football songs going. <laughs> I think the obviously there's the iconic video of them showing around the World Cup after they won it in 2018 down the Stade de France, and he's singing it with the team. I think it's unbelievable. I think it's such like a, a positive, good vibe song. Bob, you'll love it. It's right up your street. Um, but yeah, I think it's so good. It obviously, involves all the plays and like the lyrics and stuff. Um, and I just, it's one of those where you're just wishing and could do something like that. Um, we did we're on the ball? Yeah, mm, it was the same thing. Named all not, the players. Yeah, it's, just, quite, it's just a, it's just an cool urban, urban word on the ball. It's just um, well, what it's about Dizzy Davey on Urban? We're on the ball. We've got Dizzy Rascal and James Corden as well. Don't forget about that one. <laughs> yeah, good point. But no, I, I think it's, it's just a good song. Obviously, it went kind of like viral, didn't it, at the time, and always seems to. Um, whenever like there's international tournaments going along. But yeah, I was thinking, who, Sean, you might be able to answer this, but I suppose everyone can have a go. Who would you want if England won the next World Cup and he done one of them? Who would you want to be the, the guy who done it? Harry Kane, because he can't say any words. Oh, it's a ra- you mean rapper? Yeah, yeah, yeah Harry Kane. Oh. Andy Cole. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um... Joe Wall. <laughs> It'd have to be Stormzy or someone like that, wouldn't it? Yeah, I was thinking that. Stormzy or Dave. But I think, yeah, I think it's boss. I think that if, if you haven't seen it, which you probably have, Watch the video at the Stade de France. It's brilliant. Anyway, the video so great. It's so it's, good. It's so really, it is, as you say, you just can't help but smile it. One you, man who's on the island already, absolutely loving it, Mr. Pogba. Yeah, Mr. Pogba absolutely loves it. And when, when, he, when he picks Jason up... Jason Kumas is a big fan as well. When he picks up Kante, it's boss. But, uh, yeah, but it's Kante's really little face. Kante's <laughs> little face. He's, He's like, so happy. What's going on here? <laughs> Do you know yeah. what? That's one of them songs you want to listen to it because like, I know the players' names. It makes me feel like I can speak French. Yeah, you know that. You know, just the play. <laughs> I'm name like vibing around the room as if I can speak French, but it's just because I can say. Leo, you can do is say Kim Pembe, Kim Pembe. He did well, didn't he? Him and Matweedy. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy Mondi when he's in it. I have to cut that bit out. Yeah, that's been cancelled that bit now. But yeah, I think it's all good. I say, you. It's great to watch. It makes you smile. It's just happy song in it. So yeah, I'm going Alayla Blue. I think it's a great one. Who's it by again? Veg Dream. Veg Dream. That might be better, I don't know. Speaking speaking of Veg, what's everyone having for the tea? I don't know, yeah. I thought you were going to mention Michael Schumacher. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Put that one, sure. No. Wrap it up, Tosh. He's ra- sort of... rattled him, rattled himself by the Schumacher show. I know. I'm worried about the repercussions of that one. To be honest, <laughs> yeah. he's not exactly going to run you over. <laughs> Can you put Bob ones next to mine, show? Because that one makes it worse. No, I'll keep, so... I'll keep, I'll keep Bob's out. Bob's, Bob's <laughs> yeah. not annoyed me today. Thank you. Sorry, show. Go on then, yeah. So a slightly different Maroon Five this week. So obviously football songs in relation to the Grammys. So try and get yourself over to X to vote. Get a few more votes this week. So we had Spirit of the Blues. We have La Le Bleu. We have Outstanding. We have Aussie's Dream, and we have Fog on the Tyne. All great football and songs. So get yourself over to X to vote, please, and we'll see which song will be the soundtrack to Jason Kumas's adventures. Okay, then moving on to our game for this week. Sean, are we ready? Yep, so I've asked Griffin, as as we know, guest privilege now is that they get to pick the three games. So I gave I gave Griffin Carpal on Trailer where he could do what he wanted, pick three games. So what have you gone for, Griffin? Uh, I've gone with Man United West Ham, Sheffield United Villa. And a championship one because the premiership era for us, Middlesbrough Sunderland. I like it. So not Wigan Sunderland. Right, they're all in. Let's see what the wheel decides for us this week. It's Chef United, Aston Villa. And I'm just typing that into transfer market now as we speak you can see his eyes moving on yeah the keep YouTube. an eye on those yeah. eyes if they drop yeah. bottom right yeah you're in trouble because <laughs> surprise Callum isn't having sunglasses to his shit disguise with his gym shark and hat on oh my god <laughs> I can't believe they're next to the computer can't you did you have them on for your work meeting before or something <laughs> Pretending to be clap for all the kids. <laughs> Blues Brothers uh, theme bot. What's wrong with Gymshark, by the way? Why is Gymshark getting hate? Just for gimps, innit? Don't uh, want to, like, everyone to know really. you're in gym. It's just Gymshark apparel. Gymshark apparel. Maybe maybe once the podcast goes big, they'll send us free stuff. Also, you like that. Get a bit ahead of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> he's just gone into plural appearances and now he's part of the gang. <laughs> That's why I keep mentioning Pringles. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be first dibs on the Pringles. <laughs> yeah. Anyone, any thoughts on Sheffield United Villa or straight to the game? I've got no. nothing to say. The we, one, we, actually, no, the one, the one thing I was going to say about the game, is, it the, is this weekend to like Sky nonsense like game for the planet thing like the sustainability stuff no idea i know it is because there was a there was a segment on uh my good friend tom davis on sky about his um chopstick company it's quite an interesting segment that can't be true no no no, honestly it is What's what's that company he recycles chopsticks and makes them. yeah circular economy he he makes, was, like, any wonder he didn't make it. 
when uh, when we go big, Tom Davis is going to send me a disc, a disc, a desk made out of chopsticks. That'll be good. It's a dream. Correct. Sean, can we have a number, please? <laughs> <laughs> what? They get us out of this hole. <laughs> okay. I think it's going to be about 11 minutes of this podcast usable. I know. Right. So, as always, we've got our numbers in. Upper levels, 450. Lower level, 50. Our number this week is 167. Anyone got any songs? I think we should tell them to listen to whatever song they want to listen to out of the five. If they haven't heard one, listen <laughs> just to it. Just generally listen to whatever song you want. No, out of the five <laughs> you've just picked, turn the podcast off. <laughs> out of the five you just picked, listen to one that they haven't listened to before. So, Andy Cole. Don't listen to Andy Cole, everyone. And then vote for it. Or, or Selfish by Justin Timberlake, because it's an absolute banger. That is true. Yeah, I vote that. Thanks, Sean. Everyone, go and listen to Justin Timberlake's new release, Selfish. Who did he play for? And <laughs> sing. I think I enjoyed that last week, just writing as many names as you could. My say Tom Davis, even though I know he's only made about four appearances. <laughs> I need to hurry up here, by the way, because the baby is going sick, so. Have you got one? Baby, I've yeah. got five written down, but. <laughs> yeah, a baby, yeah, he's upstairs. Uh, well, I don't know. I, don't, I can stick around for another 10 minutes or so if we'll get wrapped up. Well, Tom, tell us what to do, Griffin. <laughs> no, I'm just wondering if it will be. I, I want to stay. It's just Reeves texting me going up. I've just texted Reeves saying who's got 167 beers. <laughs> <laughs> I've got enough to go like if you want. I've got I've got mine. Yeah. I've got mine. Well, I can go as well. I'm not too happy with it to be honest, but I'm gonna go with it. Yeah, go ahead. Yes, do you wanna go first or Yeah. Um yeah, I've gone with Aston Villa. And I had four players written down. I had five, but crossed one out. Um, I've gone with like the Martin O'Neill era because that's when I most recognise him from. I've gone for big John Carew. I reckon he. I don't think he started every game because there was the likes of I, I might be mixed up. But there was the likes of Angal and stuff there previous. I don't know if he crossed over with them, but I might be wrong. Um, I reckon he's there about four or five years, maybe slightly longer, but I don't think he started every game, so John Carew. I would have just thought he would have been more than that, to be fair. I thought he was there for quite a while. Yeah, that's think. the game, isn't it? So, you know, it's a guessing game. Or a Have he been there game. four or five years? Carew? Mm, I, I think, I'm saying I think it's probably a decent guess. I don't think he'd be more, but I might be wrong. Maybe he would be. I think it's a pretty good guess. Could all be wrong. Could be, could be bang on. Anyway, we're all winners. He might not be more player. or less. Mm-hmm. I'll go next. Go on, Cam. Sticking with the Aston Villa theme, I'm for a current player. Again, like the others, probably looking at four to five seasons. And I went, he hasn't played a lot recently, which I don't know if that might hamper it a bit, but I'm going with Tyrone Mings. Since I've seen to play the lot, captain wasn't he under Ger- was he captain under Gerard? 
Okay. Gerard famously took the captaincy off. Oh, do you think it was, was it before it? Yeah, well, I mean, he was captain for a Yeah. Yeah, he had a fight with him, didn't he? And he had to bring him back. It was pretty embarrassing for Stephen. Yeah, I think. Um... Do you know him, do you, Josh? Robbo all over again. So, yeah. Call him Stephen. It's like, sure, I'm calling him Stevie's face, isn't it, oh, Gerard? Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm going with yeah Mings. I think he's probably been there for four or five seasons. Probably played most games. I've got loads, so I'm happy to give it up if you someone else wants to go. Well, I'll go. I'm not here confident, so I'll dive in. Yeah, the couple of names I had. I'm down to two. I think one is a current player who, like Callum, I think's been there the relevant amount of time, but I think now maybe a bit too long. I was thinking John McGinn, maybe. Just because he's saying and he was in there with the championship and now he's been up there, but that might now be too long. So I think they've been in longer than I think. I'm gonna go for an Everton link. Uh something from my hero I always take from my hero, Bob. I'm gonna go Fabian Delf. Again, oh, I, I I actually am not sure. sure he can't that. count as an Everton link, surely. I'll tell you what, there was a spell where he was good for Everton. I, I, when I, I, Everton I stayed up, there was a spell. Absolutely. He was just a bit of a divvy, wasn't he? He was a bit of a divvy, wasn't he? He was a, he was a good player. Backer, wasn't he? I, I was, yeah, aren't we all? I picked, I picked Ricky Lambert last week as well. I'm going for I'm just going to pick anti-vaxxers. That's my link. <laughs> Joey um, Barton next week. <laughs> don't mention his name. Yeah, no, I, 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 I can't really remember. He seemed to have been there about three, four years in my head, but yeah, I'm not too sure. It might have been a bit longer, it might have been a bit less. But yeah, Fabian Delfs, my guess. He was he was a terrible snake with them, wasn't he? Before he went to City, he was he said he was gonna sign a new contract. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he's a bit mad. He had a bit of an instant with Everton as well. I remember he was like sort of on Instagram after he, he played in that when we lost to Liverpool's under thirteens, didn't he, in the cup and he was yeah. wasn't he offering people out or something, but yeah. But, and but... something he, he posted that mad thing on uh, social media about when he was being an anti-vaxxer saying I trust my body to heal itself <laughs> and then he was constantly on the injury table yeah he was just terrible look of injuries but good player is there and again he did have, I think he did have a couple of spells like towards the end under Lampard I think he played alright didn't he so. I thought he was a good he was usually good when he came off us. I think he was what we kind of needed he was also very good for City in that last year but he was with City to be fair I was convinced he was going to be the new Gareth Barry but Alas, he wasn't, a pa- he, wasn't, he wasn't a patch on the king. Yeah. You see that picture of Gareth Barry? Yeah? Great use of the way that one. Yeah. <laughs> Great pick. Uh, right uh, then. Yeah, so I was pondering going for uh, the Villa era that I hated because it was when we were like rivals with them when they were managed by me dad. So I was pondering going with James <laughs> Milner or Ashley Young. Um, I thought Milner. Milner was in my yeah, thinking as well. Because he had that loan spell as well, which may have boosted up his numbers. Yeah, he did. I think he, he was on loan from Newcastle, maybe. Then he was there for a few years. Um, Going to go for a current Villa player uh, and say Douglas Louise, who I think has been there for a few years and probably plays 99% of the games, never seems to be injured. Good shout. Sure. Yeah, I didn't use one, just made a list of random players of various eras. But the one I'm the one I'm going for is a bit controversial. And 
I don't know if I should if I'm allowed to champion this player. Oh no, you, yeah, no way you're going. He'll always have a special place in my heart, which is really bad to say. But as he was the king of League One when I was in uni in Sheffield, I'm going for Ched Evans. Oh no. Sean's had a cop on all episode, and now he's getting us cancelled. To be fair, he was acquitted. He was acquitted. He didn't know anything wrong. Uh, uh, no smoke not, without fire. He was done on appeal, wasn't he? But uh, either way, I, I like. We do we don't have getting some legal hot water in this podcast. Fairness, Bob went for Joey Barton the other day and he's, he's calling me out. No, because I, well, I repeatedly called him a gobshite. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I call, didn't call him my hero at any stage. Yeah, I, call I? Him, I call him the king of League One. <laughs> <laughs> Are there more court cases than listeners here? <laughs> nah. No, I th- I'm I sorry, we're but only on 11 court cases. We've before, got more listeners than that. Before all the, um, before all the, all the, the charges and that, Jed Evans was a baller. Do you remember when we went that game and he scored two, that volley he scored? Yeah. Unbelievable. He should score free kicks and everything. Honestly, there's nothing that lad couldn't do. Well. Except, except evade the police. <laughs> Who's he play for now? Preston, is it? Oh, he's not a Preston, surely, is he? Is he? I think he was off Preston. He's been he a went Preston to... fairly recently. Has he, yeah? He went to Chesterfield, I think, didn't he, for a bit? I remember that. Yeah, I think the less the less we talk about him, probably better for the podcast interest. Oh, I reckon. I hope he wins so much. Mm. Uh, I I put a couple of random names in as well, just because we've all gone now. I put probably for similar area for what you're talking about, show maybe a bit earlier. Uh, and I meant I think he's been mentioned recently, James Beatty. Because I know we had two spells at Sheffield United. I did think BT as well. He was in my, that yeah. was when I, when I my original Everton link was thinking him. Yeah. Um so Ben Osborne. Who I think may still be there. He was a forest, I think, wasn't he? Not forest. Wasn't forest yet. Uh and end of Steve. That's the only reason you said him there. So I walked straight into that. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, Bob, you've played me. (laughs) (laughs) Right then, we have our results, assuming my maths is correct. So, slightly better guesses than last week, I think, all within the 50 mark, which is pretty good going, I'd say, for 167 for them two teams. In fifth place, (laughs) a usual fifth place, with one, two, six appearances would be Sean's guest, Chad Evans, 41 out. Okay, so, yeah, Justice. In fourth place with 131, so 36 out, was John Carew, so Griffin's guest, our guest. So pretty, still pretty good, good effort. Next, very close to that with 134, so 33 out was Fabian Delph. So I was in third position this week. In second position this week, so we're left to Callum and Bob. Bob in second this week, 182, so 15 out. So still a very, very good guest that. Well done. And now an extremely impressive guest, Tyrone Mings, 166, one out. Shout. One out. It's a good good job you remembered how to spell transfer market, Cal. It was. There's no way. Uh, there's no E in market. Yeah, that's the key. <laughs> transfer market. 
Now, very good guess that, Callum. You thought him straight from the off, fair play. It's the only player I can think of has been there for a few years, to be honest. I, I tend to try and go for current. Yeah. Uh, I, don't that... <laughs> I don't like to think back. First, probably best guess since the first couple of weeks. And Bob, how, how close is your Barnby one, Bob? Was that one out? Yeah, it might have been two or three. Mm-hmm. No, someone's been dead on, haven't they? Well, I've been dead on, yeah. That was sec- second week, but I'm saying I was going to say first and second week. Pretty close. Yeah. Three out, it was Barnby. To be fair, I thought it was one six nine. Yeah. The thing. I would, have, would, you, uh... would you not have said Mings then if you knew that? <laughs> oh, or? yeah. I would, I would have tried to think of someone who's, uh, who's different, but now, uh, yeah. I'm pleased with that. I don't know if it does anything to the leaderboard. Probably not. But, uh, I think you'd probably go above me now, I'd, I'd guess, but I'll sure, play the game now. Says I'm going to second. remind everyone every week. <laughs> Into second, has got an asterisk next to my name. No, my next to my name, all I want is an asterisk. <laughs> there you go, now some good shouts there. I think it's it's fun with the lower numbers, I think. Yeah. If I mix it up a bit, let's go with the lower numbers. Now some good shouts. You know why we know Cal's cheating? Because he's not starting it with this could be way off anymore. Stop saying Cause that. Because he, know, he knows I, I it's stop, not way off. Stop saying it because you all said it. You can't say these things too often. <laughs> I've noticed he stopped saying that and good this week. Yeah. <laughs> Dodgy. It was, it was Tra- a very traitor. good shout. Uh, well, Bob, that's it. I am the traitor. Right, so let's have a, another look at our updated league table after 24 games. Bob is still on top on 64 points. Callum has managed to leapfrog Tosh and he is now on 60 points. Tosh not far behind at all on 59 and Sean is last out of the four on 44. The guests all together after Griffin's point are now on 18. Sean, a couple of good weeks. Things happen. I, I, I don't Honestly, I want to be below the guests. That's my dream. <laughs> Can't get false accusations fired. In your direction that way, Sean. I mean, you can look at me pad if you want. I had Paul Pesky Solido as one of my uh, <laughs> one of my options. Oh, was, he one, was he married to Karen Brady? Is that him? He still is, yeah. All right. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Keep Up Appearances. We hope you enjoyed it today. Sean beat us on any given Saturday with a pretty convincing win. To be fair, we struggled, so he done his job well there. We had an interest in Maroon Five. Lots of fun um, talk there with some good songs. Go and listen to them if you can. Um, and Andy Cole's wonderful lyricism. Um, I'm sure you'll enjoy that. We had Griffin nearly in tears over Jürgen Klopp, which was quite fun. And yeah, a great um, game of keeping up appearances. So yeah, we'll say a big thanks to Matthew Griffin for joining us again this week. Some good talk on Klopp. I'm sure we'll see him again soon, possibly. And if Jim Shark do come calling, he's... He's kind of bag seat some some merch. So oh, yeah. oh, Pringles. <laughs> thanks. No, thanks for having me. It was great. Thanks a lot. See you later. So yeah, thanks for listening. Please go and vote on X for this week's Maroon Five. Share it with your friends, and we will see you all next week. <laughs>